Hello, beautiful humans. I'm Zach. And I'm Austin. And, and this, this is The Human Vibe. You better call Tyrone. Call him. Mm. And tell him come over here and yes, <laughs> we started with Miss Badu this morning. <laughs> Austin has been singing that like it's been like days now. I, I'll just like walk around the apartment and just being like, call him. <laughs> oh, but hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to the Human Vibe. Yes, welcome. Yes, yeah, so I am Zach. For those of you who are new here, I'm Zach. I'm Austin. We are two engaged guys who moved from the Midwest in the United States and uh, decided to take a leap of faith, travel for a year. That's what we did. And recently we announced big news that we are now more permanently located in Germany, in Southern Germany. Hello, willkommen in Deutschland. Willkommen. <laughs> and so today's discussion is really going to be a lot about that. We just announced that news. Um, if you haven't heard our most recent podcast about being back together, go back and listen because it will make a lot of this, uh, put a lot of context exactly, uh, into yeah. what we're talking about. So um, today, what we're going to do, I'm really excited for this. Ooh, we exci- so, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> we are. We are really excited for this. Um, one, like I would say, two of the more popular episodes that we've mm-hmm. put out were when we both went on kind of like solo trips. And kind of no, we did. No, we you did. Went yeah, to you, Austria yeah. and Germany. <laughs> they and were. They were solo trips. I went to yeah, those are some good stories. Go back and listen to those too. And the formatting for that was like we were interviewing each other and just having a conversation. And so that's what we're going to do today. Yes. Um, to recap. What where we were was basically seven eight weeks eight weeks ago now. at this point yeah it so was, we're talking about mid February twenty twenty two eight weeks ago Austin left Croatia um, we had an apartment there I was gonna stay there with Schnitzel Austin had to come to Germany just to start the application process to mm-hmm. get his visa and everything yes and we at that point we didn't even know if this was gonna work out. It was a it was another leap of faith that we were like, okay, is this yeah, is everything going to be okay? Who knew what was going to happen? Like it was the start of a war. It was no, the war hadn't started when you left and you got to Germany. Was, you don't think? No, yeah, I think it was like right at the beginning. You left February twentieth, and it was the twenty fourth when Russia. Invaded. So really, the start of a war. Yeah. The then. Um, Working at my job in the United States, just just navigating all of it. Yeah, well, all of that was happening while you're going through this process. Yeah, and so anyway, today what we're going to talk about though is is the fact that you were gone for six weeks. I was still in Croatia with Schnitzel, and you got here to Germany and lived here literally without me or without Schnitzel um, for six weeks. Mm -hmm. So we're going to talk about that. Let's go back to that first day. So I'll paint you all a picture. Uh, it was a Sunday, and it had been raining all morning, and uh, you'd call like a ta- called a taxi to come and pick you up, and so you were packing basically up until that point. We were trying to figure out, you know, because obviously we have a lot of things, you know, that we've brought with us over time. We were like, what's the smartest way to split up some of this weight so that when I come with schnitzel, with schnitzel, then you know, it's, it's not overwhelming, easier, right? Yeah. So. Austin is just like packing away and we were very emotional. We actually went for like a walk 
um, earlier in the day because your taxi wasn't supposed to come until like noon, noon 30. Yeah. Yeah. Like 1230. Um, so we went for a walk. It was very emotional. And um, we went back to the apartment and we're standing there and it's just like this moment. And I remember like feeling just a lot of like almost like dread, but like, oh my gosh, like what's going to happen? I, I think to put it into perspective for all of you, like six weeks for us in this past year has meant immense change or things that come up or new challenges. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so I think when we were both getting ready to part ways, like that was on something that we talked a lot about, like, wow, after six weeks, so much, we knew so much was going to happen. Yeah. I, I think we had an idea now that I sit here post those six weeks, I think that blows all of that out of the water because it's so much more than what we even could imagine at the beginning. True. Yeah, that's true. So like, let's just talk through it. The taxi driver came and we got your luggage out there and the guy was really chill. He like, <laughs> I think that's something that made me like have a little bit more ease is this guy. He looked really like, I don't know, just like really chill. I know there's like things I can't say <laughs> to the public, <laughs> but he and I had some pretty chill conversations and he was so nice. Just like spoke English. Great. You know, probably upper twenties, low thirties. Um, just a really great guy zooming around from split talking about how he lived in Berlin and Zagreb and uh, just performed around some places in Europe and yeah made it to the airport and it was absolutely no one there at first I was like is this even open like, yeah you no like texted cars. me you're like is the airport even open I'm like yeah, I babe. was confusion <laughs> but I got my little trolley like Harry Potter and I went on up and it was literally like pretty easy because I didn't have schnitzel like traveling with the dog you know adds a lot of you know adds a lot of layers mm -hmm. we're gonna talk about that in the next episode <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. there's oh my gosh sorry schnitzel's with us right oh now. yeah he's like sitting right next and to he's me he's giving us little sleepy eyes but we oh, want yeah, you to know that we podcast with with schnitzel here with us our sassy dackel as they say in germany oh yeah yeah like little tidbit like they don't really say dachshund everybody just calls him a dackel mm, educating so. the children i swear yeah, this is an educational program tidbit. at the same time <laughs> so you're at split airport and you're mm -hmm. waiting for your plane and um you got on and yeah super easy i think it was like an hour and a half flight to get to frankfurt um you know i already had i had to find an airbnb so part of this process uh, was registering myself into a city. To do that, I had to find an Airbnb that one was a you know affordable because Airbnbs in Germany are well everywhere now. I mean, Airbnb, I mean, honestly, everywhere Airbnb now. at yeah. one time used to be like a, a lot cheaper option. I guess for large groups it could be, but yeah, it, yeah, we've used Airbnb you know throughout this journey, and yeah, it, it the prices are definitely going up. Yeah, so I found a shared um, apartment. And I had to get all of that first before I could even start this whole this whole process. But the flight to Frankfurt was really easy. Um, Airbnb gentleman came and picked me up. We flew to Frankfurt, took a 30-minute train, 35 minutes yeah. ICE fast, so the high-speed train yeah, south yeah. to Mannheim. Um, and he picked me up, which was really, really nice because my bags were heavy. Y'all know we got stuff. <laughs> there was lots of moisture in the air and split. So like hold Collected on to a lot your, of that weight. It really mm, does. It adds weight. Clothes. Yeah. Um, but he, oh, the, my landlord, I guess, if you want to call them my Airbnb. Yeah. I mean, it was host. over a month. You were there for like, yeah, I was, you know, I'm going to be there know? for six weeks. Yeah. Um, he owned this like cultural space slash jazz bar that was next door <laughs> um 
And y'all, it, it was fun having roommates, you know, from that time. I had a roommate from Italy, um, met folks from Ecuador, like these grandparents from Ecuador. Oh, that was interesting. That that was an interesting yeah. time. And then my last roommate was just from a little village down the road and her English was so great. And her mom was from Mexico and she was touring Latin America. So I met a lot of really cool people. Like it was nice to have... You know, most of them spoke English, except for the people from Ecuador. They spoke German, so we spoke German together. Um, But it was a cool living situation nonetheless. However, I mean, mm, mm, mm. I don't want to spill all the tea on it. But y'all, I didn't this Wi-Fi situation. This is this is something that like we should definitely talk about. So for us, like in the past year, um, we've gotten a lot of requests from people to like asking us to talk about like, how do you do this? Like, how did you do this? Yeah. And basically it's like one of the things that we knew going into it was, uh, even if we work remotely, we were going to be terrified about internet situations. Exactly. Like we actually, to be honest with all of you, when we first started planning on where we wanted to like live, the first place we actually talked about was in Peru. Like we were actually, yeah, we were like, we knew we just wanted to get out of the United States. It wasn't even like, Ireland was probably like second choice. After Imagine that. if we would yeah. have went to Peru, just like Ert skirt. But what Whoa. we were really worried about was at the time that like, we were like researching, there were a lot of comments on some of the Airbnbs that we were looking at at the time. Yeah, First thing um, I searched is Wi-Fi saying the that, Wi-Fi wasn't that great. That would say the Wi-Fi would go in and out. Yeah. Or, like some days it would be, it would go. So for us, we were like, oh, we need good Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. That was number one. Yes. And so Austin found this cheaper Airbnb in Monheim. And that was a city that I knew of, you know, that was not far from where his work would be. Mm-hmm. And he found a pretty cheap one. And so you you arrived there and you had roommates and everything. Yeah. But the Wi-Fi situation. Y'all, I Be w- real. Like, people l- okay. need to know the truth. <clears throat> so I was on... Th- this Wi-Fi was absolute garbage. Garbage mama. I was... The Wi-Fi he originally posted on the Airbnb for like here's the wi-fi here's the password yeah. once you once you um arrive they give that to you was actually um of the neighbors these two dudes i ended up meeting through volunteering and they're like yeah that's our wi-fi and i was like this man posted it on this airbnb that we can use it trash so he gave me another wi-fi which was an extender uh, connecting to an extender who was connecting to another person's Wi-Fi. And I'm just like, that just kept dropping. And, you know, I take Zoom calls in my job. And I was just like, in complete stress, <laughs> constantly. You're, you're, I can hear in your voice, you're like, you're, the fury is coming Girl, back. I'm I, just sitting over here laughing, not because I, I felt so bad for you. I felt, I felt so felt helpless. so bad. I know. Because in, in this day and age, like, you have to have good internet. Like, exactly you have to and this is a your job big city yeah exactly it's kind of like very meta to think you know oh the internet we all live on the internet but if you've ever seen the tv show revolution which kind of got canceled halfway through season two it's when all the electricity stops so great anyway well and i literally just not having a phone that's one of your my that was one of my oh, main yeah. connections to the internet and i was like <gasps> Oh my gosh, how do people do this? Like, yeah. how do you survive? You know? So, uh, dropping calls, doing things yeah. constantly. I told him, my landlord, within like three days, he was like, oh, he yeah, did. yeah. Yeah, Austin, like, we assessed, because Austin got there on like a Sunday. Yeah. It was like by Tuesday that Austin I was, like, was nope. like, this got, nope. this is not good. And she got to change. Well, we would do face, we would like have, you know, 
face chats and stuff like FaceTimes, that. FaceTime. We would Facebook call each other. Video and the, the video would like be horrible or I couldn't hear him or it would lag. It was, yeah. it was so bad. I was like, babe, what is going on with So this Wi-Fi? was like huge red flag. Here I am trying to... And you're and you're also going through like the immigration the, process I'm, I'm while going this is immigration. This, this like, I have to use this Airbnb address for my registering. So like in a way I felt like I... I owe this. Oh, you make. If you ever hear little schnitzel in the background, he's our added background noise. Um, he's so vocal. Dachshunds are so vocal. Other Dachshund, Dachshund owners or Dachshund people, you know, you know the truth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Literally, very special. <laughs> and so, not having Wi-Fi or it being incredibly spotty was frightening. Yeah, frightening because I'm so focused on everything else. That I'm like, oh, but I need this. This is equally as important. Yeah. It they, was six weeks of just like. It was hard. The good thing. Running. The good thing to note, though, is that you had cell reception. That was okay enough for us to do like uh, FaceTime audio calls or mm-hmm. we would text each other, mm-hmm. send voice messages. I just have to say, like, using voice messages for me personally is like something that I love to do and yeah. communicating with people. <laughs> but that, it's that so was true. how we would communicate mm-hmm. a lot of the times throughout the day is we would just send each other voice messages. And it was always really nice. Cause then I could hear your voice and I could replay it. And mm-hmm. It was yeah. nice. In those times when it was like really hard and yeah. emotional to be away from, yeah. away from you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so one thing, so, the Wi-Fi, just so as just we say, go on, just yeah. keep in mind that during this entire process, Austin has like Wi-Fi that no mm. joke in the evening would just go off. 730, because like, there's yeah. so many random people on this Wi-Fi. I didn't even know. I couldn't even count. So I arrive in Germany. <laughs> That's the background. Wi-Fi is terrible. Um, but what were some of the other things like the first few days for you, like, You'd been to Germany with me three times. It was such an odd feeling to yeah. be there by myself, um, to know that I was going to have to go through this process by myself. You know, I've in the years we've been dating, obviously you've spoke a lot of German around me and I've absorbed a lot. And we've been to Germany before. We've gone to Heidelberg. We have been there, um, you know, for over a week together and each time I knew my German got better, yeah. but to have to go through this immigration process in which knowing I'm going to interact with a lot of people who have zero English, yeah, like it's, a very, yeah. or a very, very, very basic yeah. level of English. I um, mean, my German not being great was very daunting. And you're talking, I mean, okay, let's, let's, let's be like real about this. So we want to like, kind of like paint a picture for people who have never been through the immigration process. Like, and we're doing it in Germany. Um, it's much harder in different countries. Like some countries, it's a lot easier. Some countries it's more difficult, but even in this process, like think about yourself going and speaking with someone in a different language and you're talking about tax codes and mm-hmm. registration so tax information and, and social security numbers, bank account stuff, information and that kind of related information. Imagine doing that mm-hmm. and you have to do it in a different language. And Austin was going to these places and you were literally just trying to communicate. Oh, d- figuring it out, stumbling through it. Oh. And you know what? I, I was so nervous, of course. Yeah. But there hit a point, um, and we'll get and I don't want to like speak ahead of myself where I just started to feel this like confidence in it, even though I was like, I know it's not gonna be perfect. One hundred percent it's not gonna be perfect. Yeah. But like this is where we're at, and this was something I think fueled by 
dreams that we had, prayers we had put yeah. out, the the opportunity for all of this just spoke so much to our source of happiness and a source of peace. And like even when driving through all of this manic six weeks of doing this by myself, um, there was that like internal engine that was like, you can do it. You can yeah, do it. Yeah, the motivation. The, the, the motivation was there. The, yeah, the excitement, excitement of it. Absolutely. You know, in reality it was like, a lot of us learn to swim by being thrown into the deep end. And baby, I, I don't care if you you're know waving me, your arms. It doesn't matter what you look like. You don't need to be a synchronized swimmer to be able to keep your head above water. You know, if if you get thrown in the deep end, mm-hmm. and that's exactly where you were. Oh, yeah. I cannibal. You walked into these like government buildings. And uh, remember, there are Wait, still co- the there water. are. Let's let's actually go to that story because so the Austin had to register in Germany. What you have to do is. Even if you're in an Airbnb for an extended period of time, you have to be registered. It's so that the German government is like, okay, this person's at this address. So Austin had to make that appointment before he even left Croatia. And he told me this story. And I remember when he told me this story, I, I, the whole time I was like, oh my gosh, wow. I knew right then and there, like this was going to be a lot. Cause this was the day after you got there. This was, yeah, I had arrived Sunday night and on on Monday I, to start my EU blue card, the whole process. Yeah. So what I was applying for was a European union blue card, which is, I'm not going to go into too many details of that, but I qualify it for my education, the job opportunity. It's a work visa based on education and professional like experience criteria. And that's That's what was told to me as the fastest option yeah, from the embassy and from the embassy, uh, German um, embassy in Chicago. Yeah. So I, you know, I had all my paperwork. I was ready. I had done all my research. Of course I had spent, you know, three weeks prior to even leaving, just like printing, you know, this is a very bureaucratic system, lots of paper trail knowing, just knowing that I needed to have so many documents. Um, But I arrive and I have my, uh, you know, I had to take my USA physical COVID vaccination card, which when you show around here in Europe, people are like, what, what, what is, is this? that? Y'all, yeah. Cause it's all why digital. Why did we get paper copies of these things? Well, because it wasn't allowed. People are like freaked out about it. They're like, oh, it's this, like they're tr- tracking you or whatever. Well, it's just a lot harder for people to, um, falsify or, or, you know, forge or whatever. Oh, the to have electronic a copy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so in you, Germany, people looked at that car, that paper copy, and they were like, "What is?" I this? mean, the <laughs> night before, they wouldn't let me. My uh, landlord offered to buy me a beer when we sat in this pub, and because I, my, they didn't validate my card. They were like, "No, we can't accept this." So, like, I had already experienced it from the first like two hours within Germany. Yeah, and so thank, I, thankfully, you were able to go to a pharmacy and yeah, they so just I, verified at it. At the pharmacy, they gave me, they took it from paper to then a QR code. So you have to, so this is Monday morning, you have to go to the government building, you got all your stuff, and yeah, you and, made an and, appointment at a time slot, right? Yeah, at a, at a time slot, yeah. and then I was trying to walk in, and the security guard spoke no English, and he was explaining to me I had to get rapid tested 24 yeah. hours before, because that was still a law requirement. Like yeah. to go inside, you had to be rapid tested. The and y'all, all the rapid testing here is free, so it was great. So he like points me in a direction. I run down, figure that out. I'm already late to my appointment, stressing out, already knowing that being on time is very important in German culture. Very. And so, luckily, I was able to make it through through all of that experience. And and through that, he was like, "All right." Um, the gentleman doing the registering. I was like, all right, well, in two weeks, you'll receive a letter with your tax ID number. 
I was like, okay, yay, I made it through step one. That's step one. And with a tax was ID I, number so and a point. registration, you, then you can get a bank account. Um, so that's why that was important. And mm-hmm. <laughs> see, so basically you have to go through multiple steps. It all builds on each other. It all builds on you each register other. In the city. first step number one. So if you're taking notes, if you're like, I, I might move to Germany or you're applying for jobs in Germany. Step number one, even if it's with an Airbnb for three months, you get yourself registered so that you can get your tax ID number sent to you. They have to yes. mail it to that registration address. Yes. And then after that, you open a bank account. Yes. Then I can open a bank account. Um, and so, you know, during this whole process, while also waiting for the approval of my EU blue card application, yeah. I am going through getting a tax ID number, opening yeah. a bank account. All right. Um, because, you know, now at this point, it's maybe the first week of March. So yeah. war has, has started at this point. There's a, uh, a small influx of people from Ukraine. Germany's very beautifully opening their doors, helping displaced people. At that point, there was only a few Ukrainians that I interacted with very much yeah it was only um, like and maybe 10 at that at the beginning phase it was probably only about you know ten thousand or a little bit over you know more but yeah yeah at that point and so i had all my paperwork applied to open a bank account the gentleman uh, who luckily spoke english i was like i was giddy and happy and prepared to do all of it in german and stumble through and you know opening a bank account imagining not knowing the language and opening a bank account but like, when they're talking to you about like different types of accounts and all yeah, this other y'all, stuff it's yeah. not as easy as and you, you would think it would be easy to do online no ma'am no we're all in person yeah we are doing all paperwork and he let me know all right it may be two to three weeks you'll receive a letter or you'll receive an email saying all right, yep, your bank account's been approved. Here is your account number. Yeah, and it's called an IBAN. So in, in Europe, like if it's a European country, they have something called an IBAN. And with that, they can transfer money. International you know, banking yeah, account number. Yeah, exactly. But in the US, we don't use IBAN numbers. Um, we're still able to like wire things, but it's not the same. And strange, this was so weird. Austin tells me, because I'd never opened up a German bank account before. Mm-hmm. I thought they, you opened up the account and they would give you your account number right then and there. You would think, y'all. You would think, but they were like, no, we have to like do all this paperwork. Of course, it's Germany. Yeah. <laughs> and then two to three weeks, it's going to be mailed, or you're going to get an email, email in two to three weeks to come back here and we'll give you the paperwork. Yep. So I was like, okay. And uh, riddle me this i'm also looking for an apartment for us. And in at order the same to get, time. and in order to get, like confirmed for an apartment like to get like a credit check you had to have an iban you had to have an iban which is a bank account to to process like that your credit was good well y'all what how what you have to get an iban to give you an idea to get wi-fi to get electricity to do a gym membership like a gym membership we cannot get a gym membership without an iban number because they don't accept like credit cards or whatever to yeah. pay your monthly bill they it's like cash basically. and i'm just like in this sea of limbo constantly yeah and also like cranking out work and you're you're going through all of this completely alone i'm not physically there yeah and austin would send me stuff he'd be like what does this mean how do you translate this how do you say this you know it was kind of like a back and forth and i could just feel him like he he went into you went into survival mode y'all i was just like like uh, you know how they put blinders on horses like beside their eyes that's literally was me i was just full steam ahead nothing could stop me you were like an amish horse i had moments of freaking out and you were (laughs) incredible i was an amish horse shout out to the mennonites come on from the gas mills um (laughs) but i was literally just so focused and 
anxious and excited and terrified. Yeah. And you were so incredibly encouraging when there are moments I'm like, it's not going to happen. Nothing's going to happen. It, it's, I, you know, I would just have these moments of like sheer, ugh. Yeah. I, so this is really, I guess like for years I have wanted to move to Germany and, and we've talked about it and y'all research really is such a beautiful thing because for me, I knew that this is what the process would look like. And I knew that it could get delayed and that there was a lot of paperwork, but I knew that like the, we, the reason why Germans love processes is because they're like, well, it works. It's just like their manufacturing sector. They're like, we found a way to make a really good product and it works. And I think it does get slow sometimes, but like during this process, there, there were times where Austin would, he would call me and he would be like, I'm having a panic attack. I'm having a panic attack. And I was like, it's okay, baby. What's going on? Like, tell me what's up. Yeah. What's up? It's okay. Tell me. Like, I'm like, it's okay. Breathe. Just tell me the details. And just talk, Give me talk, the details. talk through it. Really, yeah. really helped. And he would be like, like, so what happened was, I think the first time you had a panic attack is that Austin got everything in order. He had his work contract. Um, there were some income requirements in order to obtain this type a, of visa, a, a blue, card. blue card, blue um, card, and his work had already told him, you know, if we need to go above the threshold that we've given you already, like just let us know. Oh yeah, I had received an email back from the woman. Yes, he had submitted his initial application for his yeah. visa, and what happened? She e- maybe like two and a half weeks later, li- yeah, uh, living in um, Germany. So before yeah. I even opened a bank account, well before that, yeah, I received an email. She's saying, unfortunately, like according to subsection, you know. We can't approve. We your... can't approve your blah blah blah. I resubmitted for this sort of this other section yeah. of the application. So, so what happened was, so I was, yeah, it felt like everything was just ripped under. Yes, my and and y'all, like, I'll paint you a picture on my side of things, and we'll okay. obviously talk about this in the next episode, but. I went to on a lot of walks while Austin was gone. Um, it was a lot of like personal and spiritual growth for me. Um, a lot of like, I realized a lot of things, but during this time I would also like go on these walks and Austin would call me or text me or send me voice messages. And thankfully, because I could get service there. Um, I remember that this particular incident because he called me and he was just freaking out. Just like I and I felt him immediately the moment he picked up the phone. I was like, what's going on? He's like, hey, I'm having a panic attack. He's like, I just got this letter back. They didn't approve my visa application. Like, what am I going to do? Like, da, da, da. and I and I said, hey, babe, like we are. Hey, listen, there are two criteria that you can use to get this. You tried to apply with the first criteria, which was basically like that you have a skill that's missing. And it's on a list, Mm -hmm. but you just didn't fulfill their specific, like some sort of like requirement. And I was like, but the second one is based on income. And he was literally right there at the threshold. And we had had the conversation. His boss had literally already said. Yeah. The company had already said like, to raise it, you know, if we we need to adjust it, then like, that's totally fine. And they did immediately. They did. And and then, but, but, but I think Austin, like you kind of, after that point, which I, I completely get this. Like you went in, you were in survival mode. And part of that is you're assessing risk. I was literally constantly. on a, yeah, I was on a tightrope. Like, yes. But, like emotionally. And, and I was like there trying to like remind him because obviously I had researched. That's the reason why research is so important is that I'd researched the process. And I said, Hey, listen, like after you got that message from his boss who, you know, he relayed all of the information and she said, 
yeah, oh my gosh, yes, we will raise it. And here's a new work contract. And they forwarded it back to the representative from the government. And I told, I was like, just trust the process. You are approved. You fulfill this requirement. Yeah, that definitely kept me going. I, I had to remind him because he, and, it, and at the same time, you know, he's still working um, at my current job in the United States. So like for half yeah. of the morning, I'm doing all of this immigration stuff in the back half. I'm working eight hour days. Or more. Or more. <laughs> or longer. Or more. I was just plugging yeah. and chugging because it was a With bad internet. With he, bad internet. He was literally <laughs> Again, working back to in the cafes. Internet. I was like, working at cafes yeah. for like eight hours. Like yeah. small cafe co-working space. Just like, all right, here we go. Make it happen. Yes. Thank Drinking you. Espresso. Thank you, public Wi-Fi or VLAN as it's called in, in Germany. <laughs> Thank you, public Wi-Fi. It's... it's it's amazing. <laughs> so with all of this being said, we're only three weeks into into me being in Germany. Yeah. I'm still plugging and chugging ahead, trusting that this is all going to work out. Yeah. So I think at that point, like you kind of like buried your nose in your work because a lot of it's waiting. At that point, you had done everything you could. So it was like a waiting game for like three weeks. And can't check anything online. It's waiting for physical mail. Well, and here's the other thing is like, so it's like three weeks in. In three more weeks, which is when they said, you know, you should know within, you know, three weeks. Mm -hmm. And at this time, you're also getting kind of like messaging that the massive influx of Ukrainian refugees is slowing down the process way more for everything, everything, everything. bank account, banking account. There's a a phone chip shortage. We didn't have a housing shortage. Yeah. Housing shortage. We didn't have an apartment. You know, I had six weeks to do all of this and find us an apartment. Like we were at that, we were at that point of like, because schnitzel and I were, we were joining you three weeks after this point. Like this is the point where Austin basically resubmitted his application for his visa. Three in three weeks, he's supposed to get word back, but that's also when I'm supposed to show up, and I'm supposed to have a bank account, and I'm supposed to have Wi-Fi, and I'm supposed to have literally everything. Everything, yeah. So I talk about like pressure, pressure, stress, pressure, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and you know through that like sidetrack, I met some really cool people. I got to volunteer for some Ukrainian war effort. I just kind of attempted to get myself outside and assimilate myself with the city and the culture because that was really important. I needed to to treat myself with that sort of kindness. What fuels me? Because we weren't together. I didn't have you really to... And we talk about it, kind of this codependency you create together through COVID, through traveling together, through always physically yeah, being absolutely. there. And yeah. then just kind of being ripped away from each other. Yeah. I really had to take all of this extreme pressure and immense weight from externally and internally and try to treat myself with kindness and love through that. But I think just kind of how like, what is it? Coal, if it's under pressure. Yeah. Yeah. Becomes a diamond. Yeah. The immense pressure of yeah. time. Yeah. I mean, yeah. finding a German apartment, something goes on. Y'all it, that, 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 that could be a, its own. It's going to yeah. be its own podcast episode yeah. because that I have stories within stories on how stressful that was. So, and we knew like we follow some podcasters. We follow, um, Diana very check her out. Shout out. She moved from Canada and she lives in Berlin, but come on. I actually got to FaceTime with her before we left the U S that's and so cool. It was so cool. I was like, kind of like fangirling because I was like, it, I know it sounds weird, but I followed you forever and now we're talking. But I remember one of the things she talked about was like finding an apartment that she's like, don't give up hope. And that during this time, Austin's like, we're never going to do it. Like here, y'all, like you can, you're lucky to even get a showing. 
incredible. You are like the one percent <laughs> because if you get the show, especially where we live. We live in a very like desirable region of Germany, Southwest Germany. Baden-Württemberg is just it's where the Black Forest is. There's like it's warm, it's sunny, it's close to France. It's like an Luxembourg. economic powerhouse because Stuttgart and like beautiful you know, rivers and mountains and SAP and, and all these other companies are oh, located here. It's just amazing. Oh. It is. It is. It's it's a really great part of Germany, but the ba- Makes downside housing of that is impossible. Housing. Yeah. So, so we were like, what? Yes. <laughs> So navigating housing. I mean, there was one moment, the first place I went and saw, they only all, they only spoke German and I had no idea what was next steps for like, if I want this place. Cause you, he sent me a video recording of a woman. No, a voice German. recording. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. recorded her voice. I was like, I like search translated. Can you tell me next steps? And was, and she said it in German because I had no idea, no idea what to do. And he sent it to me and he's like, can you translate this? <laughs> all of this while just patiently waiting for, the, the basic <laughs> needs to do anything, to literally do anything in this yeah. country. Yeah, because so no joke. It was like a week before I was supposed to come. You finally got seven your, days. Your, you went you got your bank account because you went in in person after three weeks. Yeah. I went in in person. And then at that point, tons of Ukrainians had arrived, which is great. Wonderful. Amazing. And I only noticed it because they were Well, it's all, not wonderful and amazing because there's a war. Well, but true. But that, that this there's a place for, for them to come, for them to come safe. that safe. Yes, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. And the only reason I noticed is because there was a lot of Ukrainians open, opening bank accounts. Yeah. And when I handed my passport to this guy who's like, oh, American. And I could tell he was shocked because it's currently just an influx of people from Ukraine. Yeah. And they it had been three weeks. I hadn't received an email. And I was just like, I'm going in. And I'm yeah, going to do it because you, you needed to. it. You needed to open up seven stuff. days, yeah. really, for us to do everything. Everything. We hadn't signed in an apartment. We didn't have internet. We didn't have, and a lot of this, you needed the IBAN. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And so they called somebody and they expedited it. And I really think why they did like real talk is because I have a job in Germany and I'm going through that sort of visa process where I'm living here that they called and said, all right, here it is. And it was the last one in their file, like I, the most recent person for them to like approve. And I feel so lucky because we, I received that, was able to get an apartment, um, was able to, and, and like that same day received my Fiction Bescheinigung, which is just my... It's like a, a gap permit when you filed and you're basically pre-approved for a visa, but the visa hasn't come yet. You can use it. It's called a Fiktionsbescheinigung, and it's basically like so. AKA permit, my blue basically. card was approved, which means that yeah. I can start the process of starting this new job and transitioning out. It was like everything just happened within like days and hours of and, each other. Well, and there, what's even more wild about this? So yeah, we we were freaking out for like five weeks, and then it's like that fifth week, and like every night we're just like. God help us. I please. literally would walk around just praying, <laughs> just being like, hey, yeah. please, like, I just pray over this. I ask for this. I speak life over this. Yes, I speak life putting over that, that energy out. Putting out that energy. Absolutely. We, and that's what those conversations were. We were just reinforcing, like, this, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. It's going to be more than okay. It's going to be more I'm than such okay. a firm believer of that. So, if yeah. we can teach y'all anything, is to just speak life over Speaking your spell. Speak. Yeah. Yeah. to your success speak to your happiness because we had been dreaming where we're sitting now we had been speaking and praying yeah. every single night since we first yeah. started dating yeah t- that to we wanted this. to do this and it's happening but and and all of it just went like boom 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 he was like i got my bank account i just set up like a wi-fi they're gonna come on this day you know 
and then when electricity was, electricity water but, but what we didn't you actually got the apartment first and then we did electricity and all that exactly but what what's really wild y'all is that the people that lived in this the apartment before we moved in they were like you know for 250 euro you know we'll sell you our bed this, this like giant huge wardrobe, wardrobe like wardrobe a tv some like wall items this beautiful bathroom uh cupboard slash mirror slash a light yeah it, and they were willing to sell us a cuz we have a nothing a lot of stuff that we we needed we honestly needed and we got it for like 250 euro which and it's was quality cuz it, yeah, they just good. wanted to get rid of it and that was a leading factor so like we were blessed with Having that having right away, having a bed. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Which was so nice. I was like, wow. And it was well under budget. We found a great apartment. Like, honestly, for, and we told some of our German friends, you know, they're like, how long were you like looking? And we were like, you know, five weeks. Yeah, five weeks. And they're like, what? And you like literally just got there. You didn't have a German bank account. You didn't have any, and you found an apartment within five weeks and you signed the lease and everything. And we're like, yeah. And I did all of that in German. Y'all, I was translating every page. Oh, yeah. Every yeah. single page. I was, I was, you know, no, all <laughs> T's crossed, all I's dotted. I know that we have some friends who are from Germany who listen to this podcast. Shout out to Alex. Um, <laughs> but Austin's German is so cute, y'all, that like I've noticed that here. Schön. When it's a süß. Oh, it's a süß. My Deutsch is a süß. Yeah, when he speaks, it's so funny. And like a lot of times out in public, like when he starts speaking to people, they'll just like start smiling at him. <laughs> yeah, most people just smile. <laughs> I have to approach life so easily. But you did it. Like I was so proud of you. You did you, some of the hardest things like a lot of people in their entire lifetime would never, will never have to do. I a feel, lot of those I really things. feel like a bridge builder and you helped me realize how to lay each plank of wood across and when you know when it all just started to like figure itself out i was just like i can i feel like i can breathe i feel like little weights and chains and to do's on my list just started to be checked off and i just started to realize that that hard work and that kindness and that positive manifestation of it and the years of prayer just started to like unfold yeah, I, I could feel like I could blossom. Oh yeah, bit. I mean, I think when I when I got here, and we'll talk about you know this more we talked about in our previous episode. But when I got to Germany, it's like I immediately I just felt you kind of loosening up over time. I feel you much know. more empathetic, and I, I'm just not the same person I was two months ago. Like I went through this, like kind of like what we talked about earlier, the coal to diamond. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm a diamond, but I went through some, some immense pressure and I'm not the same. No, you are a diamond. <gasps> oh, thank you. You are, you thank are, you. you know, that I think that this was, and I, I was talking to my sister about it. Like during this time, you know, I talked with a lot of people and I'll talk more a little bit about, discuss that, you know, in the next episode. But I remember telling my sister, I was like, you know, Austin and I right now are working as a team in a way that we never done before. Like think about, so like imagine if you're like a married person you have, or you have a significant other, imagine both of you are in two different countries. One of you speaks the language of the country. The other one is in, mm -hmm. you know, and at the same time, it's like you're carrying all of this stuff is going on. It's like, imagine having to keep a line of communi like communication between the two of you 
where it's like you have to get through this really mm-hmm. difficult process. And for me, my uh, we talk about this like a lot in our personality differences, but I'm one of those people that pe- a lot of people would say I overthink. <laughs> and that probably creates a lot of anxiety of just like thinking of every worst thing that can happen. But like the flip side of that is, is like I did a lot of research before this and I trusted the process so much. I knew like in my mind and in my heart, I was like, no, Austin, like you got a job, you have a contract. Yeah. And you, you def- have all of the stipulations. Oh yeah. You're okay. And you definitely, okay. yeah, that sort of that beautiful personality trait that you have that, that sort of character really helped ease me through all of that and all of that transition because, you know, I wasn't going to leave anything or start anything until we received all of this. And again, it was just also Tetris. It was like playing real life Tetris and it was just, your encouragement was really incredible. Uh, I think that it was, it was something that just made both of us stronger. Mm -hmm. I learned how to, focus my energy and my mind on things that were going to help us like rather than freaking out about like the what could happen um and i think it was like a really good example of how we work together as a team mm-hmm. you know it's, it's helped me learn how to be vulnerable and rely on you more same and to oh lean gosh, same. and yeah. to trust you and i think this whole experience has really just opened my eyes and my heart to that and i'm very thankful not to get all mushy gushy in this but i am i really am yeah i'm thankful for you and like before we we finish out this conversation um about this truly like life-changing thing that you've gone through that a lot of people in their life no, i am a changed for won't. good yeah i kind of want to know like what were some of the highlights what are some of the things that in the future when you think back on that six-week period I'd say five things. Tell me five things. It could be a memory. It could be an experience. (laughs) Five things about that time period. You hold up a finger after I say it. So (laughs) okay. Um, I think the first one was (laughs) one day I had gotten so angry about the Wi-Fi not working, and I went to go find my landlord. And next door was his little cultural haven, and there was tons of people in there volunteering. And originally, I left, being like Herman's not there. And then I went back and I was like I'm going to volunteer and I think that was a highlight was volunteering for some Ukrainian war effort then going to the location where tons of Ukrainians uh, people who are lived in Germany who live in Germany um, and just seeing the camaraderie feeling that not understanding what was going on but just feeling that sense of helping was incredible yeah yeah I want to take away um, oh, this is so weird but I the, that pair of boots I bought myself because Y'all, I'd be walking around with these Raggedy Ann shoes forever and ever and ever across all of Europe and the United He's States. He's not lying. I told him to foam, throw those the away. The foam is like falling time. out, but I was like, you know what? <laughs> I'm okay with this. But I did a little treat myself moment, and I treated myself after we had found out, after everything we had found out, I was like, I need a new pair of shoes. And I got it. And girl, my feet was bleeding. They still hurt after like four yeah, weeks they're of like, wearing them. They're like these like, faux leather chelsea boots and they look so cute so So i did a little like actual treat myself moment but but you have to break those shoes in sometimes you know yeah yeah (laughs) um i think a highlight was how i it really goes back to how much i've grown and how much even in the most terrified times even when i made mistakes like paying way too much for a flip phone or um the trying to open online banking but not having a german 
phone number and and just all of these I think <laughs> in situations now I think I now expect a roadblock to happen and I handle that roadblock with so much more empathy grace and a much better mindset to it at first if I hit a roadblock I would just be like freak out freak out yeah. and now I'm like oh, I already knew something was going to happen. So now I'm just going to revert to this because everything that I did, every single little thing down to the Wi-Fi, I had to figure out what to do once and, that roadblock and, hit. And you also recognized, we both did, that it wasn't in your control. It wasn't in your control. Yeah, exactly. And when you recognize that things are not within, like it's just not within your control. Like traveling really makes you let go of your control issues because it's like you can't control it. So what you do is you have to kind of, you know, reassess, you know, reevaluate the situation and say, what do I have control over that can benefit me while I'm waiting? And what you did was at your current job, your last month, full month there, mm-hmm. I'm j- I have to tee you. I, I, I gotta, I gotta, I, 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 I have to like tell everybody because Aww. I'm so proud of you during all of this, while Austin is doing all of this, like in the evening time, he was so focused. He was like, I'm going to you know put everything into my job, even out of like new sales. Like Austin works with like existing customers. And so he does existing sales like this past month, his last month there, he was the top salesperson for the entire company. Which what in the top sales month this company has ever had? I seriously, I have to like give you kudos and just give you a shout out because what that is so badass! Like truly, I literally put everything. It was just yeah, I hyperdrive. I went to overdrive, and that hard work paid off. And it was like the age old saying, like hard work does pay off. Yeah, and. Yeah, I killed it. Okay. I literally, it's just, and you know what? It was good because in in my line of work, what I do specifically helps people to be successful. Like I truly believe that. So like I always approach every kind of conversation that way. Like, is this going to be beneficial for you? Is this going to be tangible and add to your success? Yeah. And that's what I do. And that's what I guess I did. Now past tense, cause moving on out to the east side. <laughs> but I think that like ultimately you going through everything you're going through, like with immigration, moving to Germany, the language barrier, all of it, and at the same time, you know, you were doing just killing it at work. That was amazing. Yeah, so all right. So we you have you have two more little th- or you have one more little thing. One more little thing? Yeah. Or two? two? I think I have you got two. two. I you think got, I have two. You got two. Um uh I would say when um honestly when i saw you and schnitzel come out oh. of getting baggage in the frankfurt airport oh, that i was just so the sweet. anticipation of it and knowing you were on the other side of the wall i could like feel you and i was i literally was crying oh. i was literally sitting there like waiting for you and you know that whole experience as we know took took a while for y'all to get your baggage so just like the anticipation of that and, yeah and whatnot and I think just that that feeling that I have now or when whenever you arrived that I could just start to like truly relax. Like what does it mean to relax? I had no I I had truly no idea for for such a long time. And now I'm at this place where it's like I can relax. I have full trust in myself, in our relationship, in this next chapter of our lives. In th- these moments, I feel like I can breathe. It's just something I really haven't felt 
in a long time. Yeah. And it's just really exciting. Yeah. And um, yeah. I love wow. that. I love that. I love that. No, seriously. Thank you. That was, that was so sweet of you. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's very true. Like, and I think one thing we've both noticed is like being back together, we realize how strong we truly are together. Like when we are both using our skills. Well, we're very different. You know, we, yes. we balance each other. Um, and when we use the skills like that we have for good and we don't get caught up in, I don't know, like the self saboteur. Yeah. Yes. Then it's like, we can accomplish a lot. So <sighs> you're so sweet. All right. You have one more, one more little takeaway from oh, my last one was yeah. the, that I can breathe. It was second with seeing you. The last, and oh, the last one was just like, oh, here we are today. Yeah. And like, I just, yeah. wow, wow, wow. Wow. And this, you know, this adventure from, Ireland to Palermo. Well, from Indianapolis to Ireland to like uh, where it started. Where where it started. (laughs) But yeah, we would have, honestly, we have always like really hoped that we would end up, you know, long-term in Europe. But we knew, we we knew going into it, we wouldn't put ourselves in any bad situation. And we honestly weren't even planning on making any sort of big moves until the year was over, you know, um, but it came early. It came soon, and we an opportunity arose, and we took it, and now here we are. So get ready for so much fun in Germany. Like I'm so excited to oh, post yes. more on our social media. Get ready, for, just get ready for those yeah. reels. Get ready for what we are seeing, what we're going to talk about. Um, because yeah, this is the human vibe, and we're gonna like shout out some beautiful humans and continue to story tell. We're in a new chapter, y'all, and I'm excited for y'all to be here with it. Like. Yeah. So pumped. Yeah. So here I have a couple little sneak like previews. So the next episode we're going to talk about on the reverse side, Austin's going to talk to me about my time in Croatia. Um, Whenever I was alone with schnitzel for me, obviously I was helping Austin, but there, you know, was a lot that I was going through personally. And so that will be the next episode. And then in the long term, yeah, we have so much, like so many adventures planned um, we're going to explore Germany a lot more. We're near the Black Forest. We're definitely going to have to go hiking there and take schnitzel. Um, my sister is coming in July, and we're going to visit France and Switzerland. So, you know, we're going to continue to travel, continue to story tell. I'm so excited. So keep yeah. on, yeah, seriously, keep, keep on. on vibing with us. Share this with your friends. Absolutely. Share us like with your friends on social media. We're Give us Facebook. a good rate. Yeah, give us a good rating too, for real. Um, and follow us on Instagram at underscore the human vibe underscore. Um, but anyway, thank you so much for listening in with us today. And thanks for vibing with us. Cheers.